You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Hammer and Anvil. Instead of our usual random topics, we're going to have a roundup of the last few weeks in this 40k focused show. So, joining me is Dean. How the hell are you? I am very, very good, my friend. Uh, we're too warm. It's, uh, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy being ginger in this weather. I feel Just, your pain. Um, I, I know you're doing fair head. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but other than that, I'm really good, mate. I'm, I'm really good, thanks. Awesome. So, uh, we're also joined in the studio tonight with one of life's true gentlemen. He's somewhat of a newcomer to the game, starting in eighth, but he rapidly mastered the technology of the Deptus Mechanicus. And yeah, I wouldn't, I don't like going up against his army because he's absolutely brilliant. Please welcome Ryan Finch. Hey, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Very nice to be here. Uh, what have you been up to, Ryan? How's it going? I've been very well, thank you, Lofty. I hope myself and Dean have been all right. Uh, I've yeah. been on um, designing a new board table. It's nothing, I've never really had my own gaming table at home. And I thought, after all this quarantine business, because I had some friends over, um, been ordering a megaton of secular mechanicus terrain. And currently, I was waiting for a decent day in Weber to prime it and build it. Uh, yeah, so you you probably had it today. You've just heard me and Dean uh, moaning about the weather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a bit fresh after the thunder and lightning, isn't it? It is, man. It's nice. It is. Yeah. Nice. Enjoying it. It was. I, I can feel it sort of drawing a little bit close again now. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's enough of that then. Um, right, so Warhammer 40k has been in everything for the past two weeks, and we all know why they revealed Knights. The whole what? community went into meltdown. Wow. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, guys? How excited were you? I'll let Dean start first. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I, as you know you know yourself, Lofty, I'm a fair newcomer to, to Warhammer. Um, only been playing a little over a year now. So this is all brand new and exciting. I've never seen a new edition release before. Um, I know you're going to come on to it, and I don't want to sort of steal your thunder, but that new box set yesterday, uh, as well as everything that's been touched on over the past couple of weeks, has really, really sort of got me hyped up um, to get my hobby on as soon as I possibly can. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, good, good. Ryan, how are you feeling? Um, I'm in two mindsets about it. I think they've got the right idea, and they're taking a lot of inspiration from Kill Team maybe other specialist games like Warcry, et cetera. And I think that's fantastic with, um, yeah. with line sight and terrain. And that's, that's a really interesting part, and I'm looking forward to it. However, as a night player, I'm furious about it because it means I can't target things on the other side of the walls anymore, which ain't too good. <laughs> you know? Good, good. Walk my, my, big, my big 30-feet-tall robot, robot warriors can't shoot anything anymore. You're big enough not to be scared about anything around the corner, anyway. That is very true. It's nothing quite like shooting something against range. I mean, you were yeah. with us, Ryan, 
uh, at the launch of eighth, weren't you? If I if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I think I was introduced through kill team, and I had about five hundred five hundred points, and then I started getting into eighth. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was yeah. more Carl and Richard to start off with, and then we all slowly started picking up the momentum with it. Yeah, yeah, it, it was it was really good. I mean, Dean, obviously, you've been playing a year, and it's really interesting point. You've never seen any of these changes. That's you've right. never seen the community meltdown that there is when there's a new edition. Yeah, I've I've seen the divided community. Um, mm. You know, people always have a move, and 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 it's sort of human nature and their prerogative too. Um, whenever anything is released. But, you know, this is a big deal. A, a new edition is a big deal. And you see some of the guys on social media who are absolutely hyped. They're, they're super, super stoked for it. And then you see others, and it's, well, when's my turn? And when's this? And when's this? And I'm not happy that decision. And you put them in a couple of weeks ago, the logo's not square. And it's, oh, come on. Really? Oh, yeah. For crying out loud. If a logo is not square, is your only problem, then uh, you're okay. It's a nice problem to have, all things considered. It is. It's a small one, but there you yeah. Go. I think we're also seeing. Obviously, like we've never had a lot. Well, we've never had this pandemic that's sweeped across the world as mm. a release. So I think you've got a lot of people that have been stuck at home for a long, long time. Yeah, and now they've got something to to sort of get excited about, and you don't know where those emotions are going to fly. Uh, you know, he's like, oh, well, I want to be angry. I haven't been angry in, like, six years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's fair. It, it keeps you invested, I suppose. Well, yeah, I mean, the guy who noticed that, like, that the logo wasn't quite central, he must have been oh, looking at for quite a while. Yeah, you know the, the problem is, yeah. though, the problem is that now that we've seen it, we can't unsee it. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, the, guy, the, the, the book writers have been like, you messed up this logo. This R is not central. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. well, that's it. But I mean, I bet that guy who designed it was really happy with it. And it first goes up <laughs> on the community site. And the first thing that's said is it's not straight. He's just, you know, that's yeah. his you life's work it. for the past three months. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's probably worse than Redemption. <laughs> That's it. I've been working on it six months, and the first thing out of your mouth was, it's not very good. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I like it. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's quirky. Uh, Puts a nice spin on it. That's it. We, we like imperfections, and it's grimdark, man. They're, they're all fighting and, and whatever. They haven't got they haven't got time to sort of straighten a sign up. Yeah, the, the planning agency are a bit preoccupied. The tyranny's got... <laughs> <laughs> okay then lads so after obviously after they, they did the ninth everyone was excited and stuff and on their epic release schedule I mean there's been models coming out left right and centre mm. the week after we had Engine War which I know Ryan you're particularly invested in I've uh, been at American Knights so yeah Engine War let's, let's talk about Engine War um, I'll let one of you guys start proceedings on that yeah, I, awesome. I'm going to defer this to you, Ryan. Um, you, you've got sort of more of an interest in it, I think, than most of the other people that I know who play Warhammer. So please just fill your boots on this, man. So yeah, um, so for context, we we knew about Engine War about early March, and that was a really exciting time. And then on the 23rd of March, the country goes into quarantine, so production starts and everything else. 
So all the AdMech players and the Light players have been waiting for this book for God knows forever. And we are, <laughs> we were talking earlier about leaks, so it's horrible, but, you know, the Imperial Knight guys and the Adeptus Mechanicus have been going bonkers, you know, between us, less screw. But when it come out, it's, it feels like a mini codex. They have refreshed and the level of detail and thought of these miniatures and rules is incredible. We, we can do things now where we're not forced to play a stationary gun line. And that's exciting because yeah. we want to be aggressive. Yeah. If you did that, you'd get pulled by a space wall for a blood layer or God knows what else. Yeah. But it's a very exciting time. We now have aircraft. We've got cavalry. We've got flying deep strikers. It's a really good time to be at yeah. These models, I'm very excited to get them on the table. Yeah. I've, I've said for a little while, um, and, and I've said this in previous shows, I think that the Admech are a very, very underrated army. They're underplayed. You know, you've taken me off the table a couple of times, Ryan, and that's one down to yourself as, as you know, expertise as a player. But secondly, it's obviously, you know, down to the models and the synergies that you've got with them. Um, what, if you could, I, I don't want to sort of steal over the interview, but what would you think, what would you say is the most exciting thing about it? If you could pick one. What, the army as a whole or the new model, sorry? Well, about, about the engine war and the new rules and the new Oh, models. the engine sorry, yeah. You've just talked about what, you know, if you could pick one thing, because I'm, I'm really, really interested to hear your thoughts on it. Um, what okay. would you say is the thing you're most excited about? Okay, personally, just going back to my comment a couple of minutes ago about how we were forced to be stationary gun line, having flying interceptors, the uh, Taraxi sterilizers, I think they're incredible. It makes such a fun plug into the army. So, for instance, they can move 12 inches. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the game, you can put... It's called Thermal Riders, and it's basically Deep Strike. Yeah. It's fantastic. However, on any of their turns, they can do a thing called Soar Away. So they leave the board for a turn. So they re-enter yeah. Deep Strike. Nice. Do, uh, that, that's quite... Sorry, right? That... that quite ties in with with the new Jeep Strike rules. Yeah. Being allowed to come back in. And I quite like that. Sorry, carry yeah. on. Um, so the weapons, the weapons are really interesting. So one of the main units before Engine War was the Infiltrators. Um, they could Deep Strike. They had like mini Uzis, subcarbines. And they were yeah. basically there to tie up your back line. But the interesting thing about these sterilizers, they can take an Assault D6 Strength 4 minus 1 Flamer. Right. And they're already deploying well into Overwatch, so they're going to burn you. And then if they charge, they have this really cool ability called Swooping Strikes. So if it makes a charge move, you add one to your attacks characteristics and it all models as units at the end of the turn. Now, they've got a base of two attacks for the standard sterilizer, and the Alpha's got three. And then with its uh, realm of the Talons, if they use the Talons as its melee weapon, it's minus one AP. And if they make a charge or heroic intervention, it's plus one strength. It is incredible. So yeah, unit, yeah. So they go to a strength five, minus one, and then a unit of five with the alpha. That is four, four plus another eight. That's about 13, I believe. 13 yeah. attacks at strength five, minus one. It is a marine killer. That, that's a primaris killer, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's absolutely doing a unit of 
of in- intercessors in that. That's yeah. It's brought a very, very much needed unit into the admin. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that, and a much needed sort of aspect that they didn't really excel at before. Exactly, um, close combat was always our lack of saving grace. Basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it. Go on, sorry, Lofty. Go on, man. No, 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 carry on, man. I was going to say, I recently read um, The Great Work by Bell, uh, by uh, Guy Haley, and it's obviously fantastic all about story, the story. Yeah. It is. It's a really, I'd, I'd urge anyone to read it. It's a fantastic book. It really, really is. And one of the things which, you know, it, it sort of puts in, yes, Admech are known for overwhelming firepower. They really are. But durability yeah. and the fact that Belisarius call, and I know he's sort of the, the top laddie of it, but they can just take things to bits, you know, on, on a combat melee level, certainly in, in that book. It's the only one I've read, admittedly. So, you know, somebody might be able to plug the gaps in my knowledge about it. But, you know, these things are cybernetic marvels. Why wouldn't they be absolutely hard as nails in combat? And yeah. I think now... Considering everything that you just said, Ryan, you know, you're going to see that aspect of them, and I am not looking forward to fighting them. I really am not. It's going to make a lot of armies think twice about how they deal with the ad- the, the admech. Yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of you go, right, as long as I can tag them in combat and I can sort of piece them together that way, they're not a threat. Uh, I'll yeah. touch that tire. I'll touch that guy. I'll touch that guy. They're not going to shoot me. Um, but now, if you've got a unit that can swoop in um, from pretty much anywhere... Yeah, it's harassment, basically. And then charge you. Yeah, you're going to sort of... Well, I'm going to send my... I don't know, if I send the squad of Wolfen to go and deal with, with whatever's harassing, suddenly there's another threat in there that's going to start taking them down. Yeah. Um, and they weren't there before. Um, yeah. So the whole dynamic of how you how you approach attacking Admet is, is going to change. Yeah. Well, moving... In addition to that, though, they've done a complete rework on the Admech prayer system, the canticles of the Omnissiah, you know, the machine god. Okay. And so Mars has a new canticle, and it is ridiculous. I was doing, you know, I enjoy a bit of math hammer and list building sort of thing. Um, competitive, competitive games. Now, Mars has a new canticle, and it can replace any one of the existing ones. And how it basically works is any vehicle unit gets plus one strength to all its heavy weapons and suffers no penalty for moving and firing. Okay. Now, we are a very vehicle-heavy a very vehicle heavy army anyway. So yeah. you've got stuff like the Castling Robots are now a strength seven gun, for instance, and they can move without the penalty. You've got the Sidonian Dragoons that have a character targeting weapon, which is now strength seven. Or strength eight in some cases. So, basic, the basic Qatari infantry have access to one of the best snipers in the game at strength seven. It's now strength eight, and it can target characters. It is ridiculous. Yeah. A heavy weapon female. <laughs> Do you think that it's incredibly brave. Do you think that there could be an Admech meta at any point soon? I think what we're going to see from a, lot of, from a lot of the Admech guys I'm speaking to. We're very good at making a kill line and forcing the enemy to come to us, and we tag them and blow them to bits, basically. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of talk how these, the deep strikers now are going to tag the back lines and kind of force them into a kill line. Yeah. They come into a line 
tight with the new terrain rules, it's going to be coming into an ambush, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and can we just talk a second off about the, the models? Because I've, yeah. I've got to admit, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. And the reason for it, okay, is the AdMech produce, or responsible for producing, the vast majority of the technology for the Imperium. Yeah. And I've, I've got to admit, I don't think it looks advanced enough, if, if that makes sense. You know, you've got things like Firewrappers and Stormhawks and, and, you know, the Repulsor Tank and the Repulsor Executioner, they sort of, yes, blocky, but very sleek, finished things. And then you've got the AdMech, you know, who are the engineers of, of the Imperium, what are your thoughts on it, Ryan? I, I know it's new models and, and I get new model syndrome and all the rest of it. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that I dislike them in any stretch, don't get me wrong, but I'm, I'm not the biggest fan and I don't think they fit. So what, what's sort of your thoughts on it? And I, I will admit, the visuals I'm conflicted over. I think the cavalry look fantastic. When you describe yeah. what is a wacky steampunk kind of imagery that no other faction can get away with, ah, let's give it to the admin. You know, we can have robot dogs yeah. and horses with flamethrowers in the mouths. And that, to me, is admin. It's nuts. Because they don't care what the technology is because they don't know how it works. They just think, right, we'll slap this on. Crazy on the side, crack on. And you've got stuff like the flyer. And annoyingly, its rules are incredible. But this, this, the rules on it are borderline overpowered. I don't get why a tail fin quite it looks like a hind's um cockpit and then two flappy wings. I'm like, can yeah. you know what to be? It's like it's having like a thirteen year crisis, it's a half drag. It's gonna do this, it's gonna do great. And there may there may be such a thing as too much design freedom. Yeah. Just I would have been happy in the mind of something out of wacky races. You know, it yeah, just it <laughs> <laughs> the dastardly there chasing down some Nurgle demons or something. It's just with Mutley yeah. in the cockpit, like yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I like them. I, I like the aesthetic that they have gone very steampunk. I, I, okay. I agree with your statement that you know that you know if they're making something sleek, why don't they make something sleek for themselves? Mm. Yeah. Um, but I, I, like I said, I, I've got a, I've got a nice. Um, I love steampunk, so I really do like the new models. Yeah. Um, as Ryan said, the the cavalry are, are insane. Um, I love them, absolutely love them. Crazy good, crazy, crazy good. Uh, but they don't look like they should should stand up to a a, a bolt gun or anything. Yeah, but you got to remember really a lot of these. They're, they're still toughness free, and I like that how they've kept that though. Okay. So they more wounds so, now. But they are still, so the rules know. are reflecting their fragile construct. Yeah, but they've they've always had that for the infantry, other than the Catafon battle services. They've always been tough and free. You know, they, they they can give a lot of damage, but they're glass cannons. They take yeah. it as much as they give it. You know, which is yeah. why if you tag them in combat, they fall like paper. That's all they're made of. Yeah, paper clips <laughs> and screws. <laughs> Mechanical guard, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think either way it is. It's like you say, Ryan. It's 
it's very exciting to be an Admech player at the minute, you know, and no doubt we'll see the meta gamers and, and the, you know, the professional guys come out with some crazy, crazy combinations in order to get mm. the most out of them. And I, I think that's the part which I like the most, which I'm looking forward to the most um, with any new release. Yeah, yeah, I really can't wait for it. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, well that's Admech. Um, yep. You're also uh, having you on this show is pretty, is pretty cool because you're also a night player. Yes, I am. And that also came out. So, do you want to briefly go over nights, or have you not had a look? Or I, no, I, I mean, I haven't seen a lot on the nights. You know, they didn't get anything new, model wise. No, that was a shame. We were hoping um, for a new armature class because the Dominus Knights and Crystorius have quite a lot going for them at the minute. And there's only three variations of the armages. So you have the Warglaive, which is the mini warden, I believe. You've got mm-hmm. the Halbrin, which is just a Daka, Daka knight. And then you've got yeah. the Forger of Moriarchs, with another variation of that. We were, we were hoping for a new model, and we didn't get it. Surprising. I'm still quite hoping to get one at night. So I'm Quest Mechanicus, obviously. So that's my alignment. Um, we've got a thing called Oath. The Oath mechanic is awesome, is if you align yourself to the Imperial, you basically get like a reroll mechanic. What's the first time I believe? Get up now. But the Mechanicus, our knights now, without needing a tech priest, can make one wound per turn. And that yeah. saves me a massive job while having them like a little saying, hey, here's your D3 plus one wound. Or God knows. Then now it's inbuilt. It's inbuilt and it was much needed. Mm-hmm. It's a synergy. If they are changing how soup works in I'm happy it's going in that direction. Yeah. And so reading the rules sorry, carry on, right? For instance, it goes further though, because the imperialist alignment or mechanicus, you have your own specific um warlord traits now, which is great. Um it's gonna read right up here. So there's one called calculated targeting. When you resolve an attack made with ranged weapon by a warlord, not including Overwatch, an unmodified hit roll of four up is always successful, for instance. That's oh, right. Successful. Wow. Yeah. That's right. good. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. Very strong ones, really is. So with you touching on the, the, the soup list, and I think, do you think, because you're one of the last books before ninth to get out, do you mm. think that they they have really, really tailored? I mean, they said they tailored the Psychic Awakenings for ninth anyway. Yeah. Do you think they've really tailored this book? From what you're saying, it seems to me they've really tailored it to ninth edition. Where if you used it in eighth, yeah, it'd be okay. Moving into the minor soup, they've gone, well, look, you don't need soup anymore. We're going to give you that inbuilt. And I think that was much needed. I've always benefited from soup. I think mono armies have always been at that disadvantage. So there's no fun for the player, you know, you're in for a bad time. Yeah, you you don't want to be carrying sort of three books to play one army. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there mm. are armies that do okay without soup. Like I think Eldar, Drukari, um, Chaos Space Marines to a certain degree. But yeah, a lot of the Imperial stuff has had to rely on the other factions. Mm. Well, like we had earlier in eighth, people figured out a Knight Castle and the Rusty, uh, the Lord 32, the Rusty 17. It, it breaks the game. It abuses mechanics that are just not how they're supposed to be designed. 
Yeah. If it, yeah, I mean, if it's your fluff and that's how you want to play it, I mean, we read all, we all read the novels, mm-hmm. and you you get you do get like a knight storming into battle and helping, you know, the space means that are suffering and stuff. But it's normally the on the grand scheme of things, you look at it, and you want your space marine force to just go in and do it. You don't want the to have to rely on other stuff. I mean, it looks yeah. it, it works if someone wants to build a fluffy army that has a knight in it and has a a unit of guard to go in and use as mad, uh, cannon fodder. Then fair play, but I like now that they're sort of changing over to be more. Well, look, you like that army, just play that army. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. So, the Night Stop especially, it seems they've addressed a lot of the problems with suit, and they said, right, you can still do it, you're kind of wasting your own time. Like the yeah. mechanic is over for the regen. You'd normally take a small about a thousand points to each night, or about seven fifty, to solve these problems. So it's it's quite refreshing on the surface that you don't you're not forced into that little bubble anymore. Yeah, it's great. It's, just, yeah. it's great. I like variety. So variety is good. Variety is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Dean, you you got anything to add on knights or basically the whole of engine war? I know you had demons in there as well. Again, no yeah. new models. Um. Got to be honest, no. I haven't taken a great deal of, of notice because it's not an army which I play, nor am I hugely interested in playing. Um, so I've sort of glossed over it. I have a look at the pretty pictures, um, but that's about it. However, that being said, I am sort of considering Chaos Knights as my next army. Beautiful. Um, yeah. I know. Terrible. I know. I'm, I'm a Raven Guard man through and through. I have been since I've started. Um, but looking at the, some of the Chaos Knights, I think, you know what? There, there's there's huge um, scope for, you know, individuality with them. Uh, huge scope mm. for modification. It's something which I really want to try my hand at a bit more. Um, you know, convert and modify and so on and so forth. And I think Chaos Knights are sort of big enough that you can patch over any mistakes with uh, and make it look like it, it should be there. Um, and added to the fact of that, you know, you, you can paint them how you want, and I really love that idea. I don't know which faction I'll go with yet, um, but I do think that Chaos Knights are going to be my next army. So, so yeah, I look forward to fantastic. seeing them. Yeah, the They've got a lot of flavour. They have, mate, they have. And, I mean, we've got um, a very, very talented chap, Carl Malin. Um, if you're listening, hello, Carl. Uh, and some of the things that that man produces absolutely belong. And, and I know everyone sort of got their, their, their talented guy who they know, but these things should be in, in Games Workshop's museum in my eyes. Some oh, of the models he produces, yeah. they, they his really, core. really should. Yeah, his name's um, Salo Ned on, on Instagram. You should absolutely go and check him out. Um, and he's been a big inspiration in that as well. I sort of see some of the things he does, and, and I just, I'm very jealous. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I am, I am. Um, I think yeah. Chaos Mate is, is coming off the back of Engine War. It's, it's going to be what uh, what I'm, I'm going to go for for my next army. So. New edition, new army. Exactly, mate, yeah. The goals. <laughs> cool. So let's uh, let's jump on then. So we've got um, the, the next week was uh, War of the Spider. Yeah. Uh, I believe they, they trickled a few 
few rule changes and stuff to us. Um, but yeah, I don't know too much about War of the Spider, but I know it was Death Guard. Uh, I know Fabius Boyle and his uh, creations of Boyle. So we see a new a new faction uh, for Chaos. Yeah, uh, they intrigue me. I, I am I am looking at, at sort of possibly seeing what they do first. Uh, but it, it does it does fill me with a little bit of hope um, that <laughs> that Chaos might get a little bit more loving this edition. Yeah, I think that was touched on. Um... Oh, what's your man's name? Not Jez Goodwin. I can't remember. On, on the, the brief yesterday. Um, and the, the, oh, the, Pete Haley, was it? It might have been, yeah. yeah. And uh, he, he said that at the heart of Warhammer, it's probably always going to be Imperium versus Chaos. Um, yeah. Eight, you know, as we've stated many times, it's been the age of the Primaris. They really, really, it really was. You know, Gulliman came back. Etc. New Marines. It would be very, very nice to see Chaos get a much, much needed update. It really would. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really that. Yeah, you know the the War of the Spider with the new updated Death Guard rules, which, by the way, makes them even more unkillable. <laughs> <laughs> Did they need to be? Did they need to? Oh, be? They but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd like to think that you know certainly an, an updated line of models would be nice to see. Um, really interested in hearing what you say on this, Ryan. Um, I think War of Spires could be a really interesting books. We know if people listening to this know about Fabius Spile, he is just a madman. He makes Belisarius cool look like an amateur tech priest. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, he, he's fantastic. You love to hate him. He's like the, he's like the baddie in every James Bond film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I was reading the um, the rule preview about his dark abominations, whatever he's making. He's got, he's got his own Black Legion now, essentially. And it's yeah, like it, it just it's like having the Hulk on Chaos steroids. I don't want to go against that. <laughs> well, that's it. I think because obviously the Imperium have been working on new soldiers, and yeah. Belisarius Call has had absolutely ages. To yeah. work on them. What? What? I, I, I love the sort. Of, the, on the other side of that, Fabius Bile has also had that much time to work on his stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's been hunting them the Primara Star, hasn't he, throughout the galaxy? He's got a lot of time. I was really hoping. I was really hoping you'd see Chaos Primaris um, in some aspect of this release. Uh, I really did. The yeah. Fabius, yeah, look what I did. Um, and there's some sort of two-headed Primaris with four arms and... <laughs> but it could sniffing. still be a thing. I mean, it, it could still be a thing, you know. Um, who knows? Who knows? I'd love to see yeah. it. really would. It's just, it's so interesting because in the preview, it makes so much attention towards the new keyword, which is creations of file infantry. Yeah. And I would love down the line if they said, right, I know we have his, um, his assistants, a little... Hooded guys going to the gene seed, but seeing a creation to buy a model, ah, oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. really would. Some yeah, of the conversions that could be made out of giving people a bit of a free range. I think we saw it in chapter approved where orcs could make their own vehicles again, and you could make your own hero. Mm. Maybe yeah. a mechanic, especially in the new with the new crusade coming, I mean, a new mechanic where yeah, you're going to go creations of bile, so you can pick any any character from any. Faction, but you've got to do that too. Yeah, 
I think that that freedom to just create your own creation of Boyle and yeah, be some crazy, of, some of the weird it? stuff would be amazing. Yeah, it'd be brilliant, man. It really, really would. Mm. So, all right. Well, I mean, that's all I really know about War of the Spider. Um, I don't. I don't think there's anything to add really on that. Uh, custodies are. Awesome last of their line now. Death Guard are more unkillable than a grot. And yeah, yeah, three cents a bottle. It's a nice, even little mix. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. so okay, so what else has been happening? Uh, we... oh, we have to talk about the box. Do we have to talk about the box? Yeah. Oh, Do we wait. have to? I mean, if you don't want yeah. to, you don't have to. Oh, go on, then. let's go. Right. <laughs> um, you can, I, can, can I suggest because everybody does Marines. Marines are done to death. The models are spinning. But those Necrons, those new Necron models. I mean, come on, they are absolutely unbelievable. I think that yep. was a, a Necron player's dream. That box yesterday, um, and it was as. As far as I'm aware, every single model just about is new. Um, and and although we've yet to see the rules for a lot of them, they, they look amazing, do they not? They just look Mur- absolutely brilliant. They one do. word. Murder buckets. I don't know if that's one <laughs> yeah. word, but murder <laughs> buckets. A little scrap off. <laughs> yeah. I want ten of them. You were a Nick player, were you not, Ryan? I was. Um, I was for a time. One of our yeah. club members, sold, uh, Banksy, sold me his, at the army, very on the cheap. It was very nice of him. And um, yeah. so the story goes, me me and Chris Perry, we went down to Warhammer World one day to play a match. Uh, yeah. I, got ta- I got tabled by turn two and I thought, these are uh, zombie Terminators in the 40th millennium. Uh, these are going to go back on the shelf. But no, <laughs> Yeah, I thought I don't want to play with you anymore. You you don't get back up again. As Lofty knows, I sold them to his, his wonderful partner Amy, and I hope she's enjoying them. The paint scheme, she's done them fantastic. Yes, yes, they will be making an appearance. Yeah, but since since that first trailer with the Sister of Battle, the new knight, the Space Marine knights from the Necrons, I'm going to get three yeah. halves of that box set. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm just going to get free. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's worth it. It is worth it. Three half. Yeah. It's a full army. That's what oh, I mean. Cool. And I want to just do it early. Get the most out of them and not. What would they, you... They um, yeah, they will. What would you say is, is your favourite model? Necron model. If you could pick one from yesterday. Uh, do you remember the... It looks like something out of War of the Worlds. The tripod. It's massive. Yeah. I think it's called the reanimator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The big yeah. gift. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Kind of... yeah, I've seen that's that before. I'll have three of those. Happily. <laughs> but the thing yeah. is, you don't know what I mean. You, you say this um, about, you know, I'm going to get three halves of it. And that's yeah. a wonderful thing, it really is. But you've got to wait for the rules, mate. You know what? Just say for... no. No, just, no. just <laughs> alone. I want three of those little Martian walkers. I don't mind if they sit on the shelf. They'll be painted, yeah. they'll be adored. Doomstalker, that's what it was. That's the one. 
Dude's got a massive plasma cannon on the top or whatever they use. Well, the daddy version of that is a strength 10 gun. D6 damage. It is ridiculous. Really? Yeah. From the Doomsday arc, when you start collecting set, very good weapon. Yeah. I mean, looking at them, I mean, you've got the... I like the... I think this is the only one they've redone. The Is it the Locust Heavy Destroyers? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. based um, Jessica Wood's artwork. Yes, yes. It, it's got the big fat ass on it, but it's got that massive yes. gun. I think that's yeah. a new sculpt, but it's absolutely amazing. And I think you get a unit of them in. Yeah. No, I'm very happy. Uh, it's good to see us getting love. I know we had Gene Steeler Colts in recent history, but it's, it's good to see Xenos get his love. I, I think they need to. They couldn't do another box set, Space Marines versus Chaos. And yeah, what better way I'd to agree with release, that, yeah. What better way to release a, a new range for a, an old army is doing yeah. it this way. You'll get so many people buying the new models and buying that box just for those models. Yeah. And for the army conversions as well, like people will say, you know what, I haven't really played Marines before, I haven't played Necrons, let's, like, let's, let's, let's get stuck in with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, I would I love to good say, I mean, I, I do hope that this is a sign of things to come for the Xenos, because, you know, you've got Orc models, which are 15 plus years old, and we all love Orcs, they're just fun. You know, you've got the Tyranids, which once again, I've got Tyranid models um, in my bits box that are from 4th edition. And as far as I'm aware, they haven't changed since then. Okay. Um, they're desperately in need of an update. So I'd really like to think, you know, yes, my comment about new Chaos Primaris would be great um, just mm-hmm. earlier. But over that, I'd love to see Xenos uh, updates. You know, I really, really would. Yeah, it'd be good though. I think Eldar are uh, due. Very, I think Tyranids of their last set of models, I think it was about 2016, 2017. Somewhere yeah, around that, about this. it's been about between four and seven years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a yeah. while. Um, yeah, but I mean, a lot of the Eldar sculpts, other than what we got with Psychic Awakening, where they did the Banshees, mm. um, mm-hmm. a, a lot of them, I think they could do with doing the Guardians. Um, yeah, with the new technology they've got now, they can make Guardians look absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we can hope. Absolutely. I'm sure they'll get around to it eventually. Mm. They will. I mean, one of the things that I really took away from yesterday is that they started designing these models three years ago. Yeah. So, you know, if it's taken three years to put together this box set, that's obviously, you know, the creative process is very, very long. Um, mm. We can't expect everything now as much as we might like it, but I would like to see an update to the sort of the, the lesser-loved factions, if you like. Yeah, yeah, we know who they are. Yeah, exactly. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get them back on. Bring back the squats. Indeed, let's do it. I, th- I think we'll start a petition. Get the government involved. <laughs> I think there yeah, already but... is one. I'm sure. Probably <laughs> the amount of the amount of rages I've seen. Squats yeah. always comes up in the thread, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, so I'm a, yeah. The the most loved army that's not around anymore. <laughs> and it's a shame because they the old models had so much characters with them as well. Yeah, they do, man. They really yeah, 
I, I know we have the, the twins in um, Blackstone Fortress, but there, he's got cracking as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the two ratlings. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So they're, they're not paying attention. There's nods, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've got to, they'll bring them out at some point. Instead of instead of a prime uh, a Primark, we're going to get squats. And I think people would be more happy with that. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't be disappointed with that, I must admit. No. Yeah. A Primark or a squat, yes, please. That'd a primary squat? Is that just oh, like a mate. squat on stilts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of primaris, then, um, the other side okay. of that box, what do we what do we think? The primaris models, the new ones. Awesome. Except for yeah. a few. Yeah, yeah I think awesome they're except for a few. Except for yeah. a few. The box, in the box, absolutely love them. The yeah. Judasar, lovely yeah, model. Judicial. Absolutely love it. Oh, that's it. And then you've got the the blade, was it blade? The blade guard veterans. Blade guards. That's it. Yeah. I keep getting that mixed up with the the Nighthawk version in AOS. Blade guys. Right. They look completely different, but they sound yeah. the same. Uh, they're brilliant. Storm shields on Primaris, and I love mm-hmm. how they're bringing more grimdark into the flavor. More yeah. schools. Absolute more schools is everything yeah. you need. And what was it? It's about eighteen. On, on on that the, one on model, I think he said, yeah, seven, eight, 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 wasn't it? And that's it. That's all you need to do with primaries, right? Okay, they're playing boring. Stick schools on. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'm, I am intrigued to find out which ones you didn't like. I didn't Ooh. like the ATV. I have to agree. I think it's badly designed. I know it's you, not real you've world. got a batcopter for your admec, mister. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I think they needed to make it bigger. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, that, that, I think that's my only dis- thing with it. Like, mechanically, and I know you've got engineers all over Facebook saying it would never work. But seriously, man, you futuristic yeah. soldiers. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Your armour wouldn't fucking mm. work. Exactly. Um, so it's not on an engineering like I know it's fantasy, and I like the fact that they can do get away with stuff. It's poetic license, um, yeah. but I just think if you're going to release the ATV twice the size, or at least half the size again, yeah, big tractor June buggy tires on it, yeah, and they sit inside it. That's how I'd like to see that. Well, you never know. This might be the first of many. Might have variations. The ATV yeah, repulsor and. Repulsor had the executioner, for instance. It, yeah, that is and the impulsor. And the impulsor. Yeah. yeah. So we're going so to see an ATV. Just you won't be able to see anything but wheels and guns. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be. I'll be very. Yeah. I'll be very interested to see how the ATV um, interacts with the new terrain rules. Mm. You know, considering that it is an all-terrain vehicle, I, I will be interested to see what they've got planned to do with that. That's a good point. I must admit. I mean, who doesn't love buzzing about on a quad? You know, we're all fans of going fast. But, yeah, I am am interested to see that, sort of how it affects them and and so on and so forth. If they get bonus rules because they're in an ATV. Yeah, Yeah. or if they ignore things or, you know, whatever Mm. it may be. So, I am interested in that. Um, my favourite thing about yesterday, though, was the fact that Primaris are now getting heavy weapons, and we've got the Eradicators. 
um, yeah. with their melters, I am a huge, huge fan of that. I am <laughs> absolutely thrilled about that. I really am. Mm. Really am. Oh, yeah. I think Raven Guard are going to be very happy with those. Aren't they just? They've oh, padded yeah. out the entire range of Primaris yeah. now. And I know there's the thing like, oh, you're pushing tactical marines out. But yeah, I welcome it. Come on, push them out. But just yeah. give the primaries their good guns. Um, yeah. And yeah, now you've got the whole sort of range completed or almost completed. Yeah. Because you, you've I'm... got your deep strike. You've got now your close combat. Yeah. You've got your heavy weapons. And now you've got them on bikes. Yeah. I think we, we touched on this a few weeks ago. Um talking about tactical marines um, mm. and how that you know then are they getting pushed out yeah they, they are it's as simple as that I, I welcome it I do and as, as a business you know Games Workshop you, you've got to keep moving forward you've got to keep releasing new things where yeah. else did they have to go really <laughs> um, yeah. other than this route you know Primaris with heavy weapons I, I, I don't really see anywhere else that they had to go You've um, got the perfect advancement of the story with them. Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself, Ryan? If... Go on, sorry, mate. It just made, like, if, let's say Belisarius call it, he's going to take notes of what the tactical marines or insufficiencies were. So, of course, he's yeah. going to do like the super up version. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. What about, um? so just sort of touching on the model again, what would you... Your your favourite Space Marine model, if you uh, were to pick one yesterday, for us well, from the box. Yeah, yeah, from the box, Matt. Uh, that's really good. Um, I love the variety going on. I'd probably say between the Judasar and the Blade Guard. I like yeah. the idea that you, it seems very Black Temple, are this? Yeah, yeah. It's night, and I like we're going that direction. There's like a very aged futuristic theme going with it. Yeah, probably between between those two models. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree How about yours? Uh, I am a fan of the Judicia. I'm a fan of it since um, I, I've been a fan of it since they first sort of released the look of it. Um, I am absolutely intrigued about seeing what the rules are, especially with the the sort of the mention yesterday about the hourglass that he carries. Um, mm. You know, that can do something with time. Well, you know, I'm, I'm really, really excited about that. I love the new Chaplin sculpt. Um, so unexpected. Yeah, it is unexpected. But yeah. I love I love the fact that you can now switch and choose. Um, I, th- I think it's brilliant. I really, really did like it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, definitely the Judicia is, is the thing I'm looking forward to the most. It really is. I agree. A completely new character as yeah. well. I mean, everything yeah. that they've released up till him has been, you know, you can, oh, yeah, well, that just takes over from that. That takes over from mm. that. And with the Necrons yeah. getting like new overlords, new dynasty, yeah. bringing the Judicia. That's in, the one. It's like, there you go. There's a completely new character. He weren't in any yeah. of the previous editions. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm intrigued to find out whether he's sort of a one man army which what I am inclined to look for, or whether he's sort of more of a chaplain-esque, you know, a buff your army type. But um, with that really great sword that he's got, I, I think he's going to be a guy to 
to take on machines and take on things and, and you know, absolutely thin the herd, so to speak. He has but a yeah. very inquisitor style to him. Yes. Yeah. He's very much, either, is he judging his own troops or the enemies? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What is he there to do? How bad has it actually got for him to warrant being yeah. there? Exactly. But I, I am just terrified. To find out. Even the sculpt, you know, with the sword draped across his shoulder. And... Yeah. It, it doesn't look like he's scared of much. No, he's not very you know happy either. No, exactly. You, you talk about <sighs> the sculpt. Um, what, what gets me about it is the paint job that they released. This alabaster, absolutely white skin that you would normally associate mm. with the Raven Guard and red eyes. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a detail that really struck me when I first looked at it. I thought, the bugger's got red eyes. Why on earth has he got red eyes? And I can't so, yeah, I am. Go on, sorry, Ryan. Oh, sorry. I just can't decide if it's a helmet or not, or if it's his head. I think that's his head. I think it's his head. I do. I do think I it's think... his head. He's got quite a... Looking at the picture now, he's got quite a a psychic feel to him. Quite... With his pale skin and his head looks a little bit larger than normal. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so definitely got some sort of psychic yeah. shenanigans but in there. Either way, it's cool. It's yeah. just cool. <laughs> I think that's, that's how I would sum it up. It's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Sorry, I was just looking at the picture and. <laughs> no, that's it. fine, man. <laughs> never, never, never uh, chastise you for looking at models, man. So mm. that was a new box, then. Uh, it seems like it it's going to be really sought after as soon as it's released. Yeah. Um, anything on the the new rules? We'll touch on that briefly. Uh, what do you think of the new board size? I think after you, Dean. Yeah, thank you. Um. I think the first thing that we need to realise is that they've used the word minimum. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw all these people, and I mean, I, I know you posted a, a link uh, in our Discord group the other day, Lofty, talking about the chap who said that everyone should start cutting their mats up. But if you've done that, you're a, you're a bit of a wally, aren't you? I mean, let's I, I love what he did. Uh, oh, Mikey brilliant, from Hellstorm. He did it yeah. as a, well, let's get ready for it. I'm going to do it. You don't have to. And like yeah. what we said at the start of the show, the internet went absolutely crazy. As it is prone to do. And I love what he did. Uh, yeah. I genuinely love his approach to it because it, it was, is what it we all do. It was a lot of fun. Let, um, let's poke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean... You know, f- firstly, yes, it's it's a minimum size. Um, that's what we're looking for. I am personally a fan of it. I am. Um, six by four is great. But when you've got an advance speed of, of you know, at a maximum 12 inches, it's not brilliant. Um, I always have preferred playing on a, on a slightly smaller table. Um, yeah. That's due, I suppose, down to the fact that we can only really get 1,500-point games in because of time constraints down the club. But I I don't know if that's what I've I've become used to or what, but um, certainly I welcome it. I I do. You know, I I think it'll make for a a lot more interesting game. 
it'll be a lot faster paced. I'd like to see the first turn um, get a lot more action in rather than just moving about and hitting things with long-range weapons. Um, so, yeah, I, I welcome it. I'm looking forward to it. I am. Um, that being said, don't go cutting your match up because it is a minimum size. You know, it's just a bit silly if you do. But, yeah, that's that's sort of my my very brief uh, thoughts on it. So. I think tape off your mats. If you want to do it, tape off your mats. And then Definitely. if it becomes a standard, then cut it. Um, or, like, you know, if you are a tournament organiser and you know stuff others don't, by all means, cut your mat up. Yeah, it's your mat. Do what you want. But I certainly won't be cutting up an 80-pound mat. To be honest, I'm just hoping six by four mats go on sale very It'd soon. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it just? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gladly. I'll That'd gladly cut them up. Gladly. Uh, Ryan, how do you think about the new board size? Obviously, with your new close combat shenanigans with Admet. Uh, no, I'm quite happy about it. I think making... I know we're all getting the universal points increase to some degree anyway. But mm-hmm. a smaller board, it means like armies that are very used to deep striking or like horde armies trying to slug up the board. It's going to be more interactive. I'm, I'm more yeah. for it. Yeah, when you get that, that unit that's just stuck out there on the on the far side for a while, mm. you'll be able to bring them in within yeah, a yeah. turn, which, uh, which will mean you'll be able to use all the models you put on the table until someone yeah. takes them off. Exactly. I, th- I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to make for more interesting um, sort of objective holding as well. Yeah. Um, you know, no longer can you just plant your objectives back at your end of the table and hold them and get victory points until your army comes to you. Um, it's going to be a lot more of a, a thinking man's game, um, a lot more tactical and, and, you know, a lot more reactive um, mm. as opposed to just, right, I'm going to plant my, like I said, there, there and there and I'm just going to hold them. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that that's something which I, I welcome a lot as well. Yeah, I think it, it's going to synergize quite quite well with the terrain. Yeah, um, because they're focusing a lot on terrain. Terrain's going to be very more, uh, should be a lot more dense. Uh, and it's the way I like to play: is you have lots of terrain on, and you have to work your way around it. And yeah. I think they're synergized. Okay, we're going to, we want to increase terrain rules. We want to make sure they're the you know the third player in the game. Mm-hmm. Let's make it compact so people don't need to go spend thousands of pounds on filling a board. Exactly. Yeah. Filling yeah. Various <laughs> boards for a tournament or for an event. Now you've got a very densely, nicely packed board and it's not going to break the bank. Yeah, that's true. It's always nice. But then this obviously yeah, this obviously goes back to your point, Ryan, about, you know, the disadvantage now that you have as a night player with the potential new or you know, the potential disadvantage you have with the new terrain rules. Mm. Yeah, it's it's definitely concerning, but quite annoyingly, the night group I belong to, they've already established that on the preview, there's going to be an armager spam. Okay. You know? <laughs> so the win-at-all-cost players are still there, and they're getting their greedy little hands ready to think, right, we'll, we'll make the next broken list. Yeah. So I think it's 18 wounds or more, isn't it, or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I think you're always going to get that broken list, but I think something that Games Workshop and the community at large has kind of sort of combated that quite well. 
yeah. uh, with the regular FAQs and stuff like mm. that. Yes, you can yeah. go out and you can spam armages all you like. In a couple of months, those armages are going to be sat there collecting dust and no one's going to want to yeah. buy them because that list yeah. is now redundant because you made it redundant. Exactly. Yeah. 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 True. You know, you, you go buy the, the latest list, you're going to have to get rid of it and you're never ever going to get your money back. You never get your money back anyway. No, of but course, no, but you are going to be stuck with a lot of plastic that you don't. Yeah, it does come down. I mean, I, I... when when you take the the competitive players, you know, and, and I mentioned this earlier, the guys who make their money from doing it and they, they make their living, you can't blame them, and and I certainly don't blame them, you know, for coming up with these super super powerful lists that no one can fight, because you do, you know, if it's it's how you make your living. But the one thing I, I touched on last week. Um, I'm not sure if you heard, Ryan. It's something which I think a lot of people need to take more into account is that this is a hobby. You know, for the vast majority of the Warhammer community, this is a hobby. If you want to be that guy who goes down to your local club and, you know, spams the strongest list possible, fair enough, you crack on, but you're probably not going to get many games. You know, I certainly... It, it is, mate. It is. I certainly wouldn't want to play a guy like that. Like, you know, we're touching your ad, Ryan. I think I've played against you twice now, and both times you've beaten me. Um, so, but, but you've not done so by having this overwhelmingly powerful, ridiculous list and, and group of models that I had no chance against. It's been because of, you know, tactical acumen. It's been because of manoeuvring. It's because of, you know, things like that. So it just makes me want to play against you again now that I've come a little bit further in the game to see whether I've improved against an army which is not my nemesis by any stretch of the imagination, but <laughs> certainly one, yeah, you know, certainly one which I've had a hard time against. I could go Do out and not... I could buy 50. Go on, sorry. I just want to that is a very wonderful sentiment, and thank you. And you, you're welcome, was it easy to tell, but you're a very hard opponent. Thank again. you, I appreciate it. <laughs> I think it looks more into that than anything. No, thank you. Perhaps, you know, you're very welcome, mate. You you are a fantastic player, Ryan, and and I would urge anyone to to give you a game. Um, but you know, it, it comes back to my point. I could go and I could buy fifteen centurions, and I could absolutely wipe you off the board. But where's the skill in that? True, there isn't yeah. any. And and I think that's something you know. I I really want to emphasize and I really I'm sorry for sort of droning on about it, lads but this is a hobby enjoy it for what it's supposed to be you know don't be that guy yeah using that I mean it is like you can go and spend loads of money but the real good players in this game are the ones that have a knowledge of their army yeah exactly rather than okay that unit's good I'll buy 10 of them it's how do I make those 10 different units yeah that good mm. You know, and that's what something yeah. like Ryan, Ryan, you really do have that. You go, right, well, yeah. that synergizes well with that. That synergizes well with that. Well, that's not very good with any of them. But if I use them in such a way that it forces exactly. my opponent to go into my good good stuff or hold them there for a bit, you've yeah. got a very tactical mind in that sense. And I well, think that's what makes you good. You're getting players now coming out through the, the meta scene and, and whatever, and they're coming out with lists of people go, well, that shouldn't work. Yeah, well, it does because they know their army. Yeah, exactly. And as well, look, it's, it's and, about yeah. your friends. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we've all, yeah. I think we're quite lucky that we've all met a lot of good people through the club and the hobby. Yeah. And you don't want to be known as that guy you need to avoid because you're going to have the worst time in the space of five <laughs> hours. Oh, yeah, because yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I would just abuse you. I would. I'd just stand and abuse you. <laughs> I would, though, you know what I mean? I would. I'd just give you grief. I, I would, yeah. So, yeah, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants a big ginger northerner just standing abusing you for three hours. <laughs> In that context, yeah. Exactly, mate. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. No, well, anyway, I, th- I think we're sort of done to death everything now, haven't we? I think, I, think, sort of... I think we've managed to successfully condense two weeks' worth of news into just over an hour. Fantastic well, work. I'm very happy with that. Um, okay, then. So, thank you to Ryan for joining us. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. It's it was lovely having pleasure. you, mate. Really great to thank speak you. to you. Absolute pleasure. And uh, Dean, again, absolute pleasure having you on. Always, always, always a pleasure, my friend. Okay, so from me, I'm going to shout out and go. Everybody at home, thank you very much for listening. And yeah, so that's bye from me. Uh, anybody else? Just stay safe. Stay safe until this is all over and we can start rolling dice again, guys. That's it. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Nice Thanks again, Ryan. All the best to you guys. Take care. If you guys have enjoyed this episode, please give us a subscribe. We're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions. Thanks for listening. <laughs>